No, they didn't let me save the life. I think it was because I was yelling. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was because I was yelling. Salutations, everybody. Yeah, that whole hour we just did don't exist. Nope. They said no, EJ. No. No, EJ. We got uh, Relum bringing us in with their instrumental elbows. You know what's crazy is I was talking about in my Instagram story how five years ago, I had released my uh, music video back to the ropes. And now I'm just over here doing some crazy shit. It's crazy. It's crazy. Salutations, my friends, and thank you for tuning into this edition. This fragmented edition of Factions of Freedom. Yeah, uh, that previous segment, the two-hour segment that you guys are used to, don't exist. Not today. Nope. Not today. Not today, they said. Not today, EJ. You don't get to play. Nope, 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 nope. Stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. My nigga, you lane. All right. Turn that down before we get too crazy here. Salutations, my friends, and thank you for tuning into this edition of Factions of Freedom. I'm your host, Noise Era Freedom Faction, whichever one you prefer. And like I said, the normal two-hour show that you guys are used to uh, has been cut short because, well, Instagram didn't want that message getting out there. It's because I was yelling. It's because I was shouting. It's because I was talking about, you know, inspiring the next generation with action. They said, no, nah, you don't get to do that. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. And so, uh, yeah, they shut us down. So uh, here we are again. We'll, we will see, hopefully... Uh, if we are able to save this life, hopefully we are. Uh, but in this segment, in this edition, we are going to be joined by you guys uh, talking about COVID, talking about world government being announced, how you feel about 2020 and 2021 and more. Yeah. You know, let me uh, try to, if I can, summarize it for everybody else, what we said in the previous segment. Uh, I was talking about how COVID is canceling culture. We are experiencing a reformation of ideologies, uh, how Marxism is on display worldwide, uh, the seismic socio-cultural political shift that's taking place, uh, the Great Awakening. I was really, really hammering it hard, dude. Uh, you know, how culture is just religion externalized and how we are really inspiring the next generation. I had also talked about how I was at a recent protest and I saw this 16-year-old kid piece up this kid like a couple dozen times, man. It was nice. Uh, but I can't talk about that, apparently. Uh, you know, that's, that's not allowed. We don't want kids getting 
We don't want kids getting boo-boos now, do we? Uh, yeah. It's kind of hard to summarize like an entire hour in like a, a minute. But uh, we're going to be joined by you guys in this segment. Hopefully you guys have very interesting talking points, very interesting thoughts, as you typically do. I will try to keep people's responses uh, relatively short. That way we can try to get more people on. I have a tendency to not do that. And so I want to try to get people on to hear their thoughts on not only COVID-19, world government, the technocracy, inspiring the next generation, uh, Agenda 21, Agenda 2030, everything else that we've talked about here and more. You know, this is this has been a tumultuous year, man. You know, one of the statistics that I kept reiterating throughout the entirety of the previous segment is how the mental health of people has drastically been reduced because of COVID-19. They have literally smother people into submission and whenever they have them wearing masks uh engaging in oxygen deprivation losing brain cells it's like a fucking zombie apocalypse out there i i i had i'll play this clip and then we'll try to get people on i played a clip and i'll play it now of a man inside of a department store over here heckling a woman telling her to put her mask on this is where we are now to where no name mask fucks try to tell you what to do that's creepy And then you're not allowed to get, not necessarily violent, but you're not allowed to stand up for yourself? I guess not in 2020. I guess going into 2021, we're realizing that we have no individual human rights. Let's take a listen. Get away from me. Put your fucking mask on. I'm sorry, you can walk away from me right now, sir. Put your mask on. Get away from me, Put it on. Does it bother anybody else that she doesn't have to wear a mask that we all do? Just go away. Stay six feet away from me, then. No. Get away from me. No. Please get away from me right now. No. You don't need to come near me. She has it on her damn hand. Get away from me. Those shorts. Walk away from me, sir. Please get away from me. You don't care. Leave me alone. Christ. Look at those shorts. Look at those shorts. Look at that stance. Look at this. Ah, break that old dude's goddamn kneecaps. Um, this is this is the problem. Is you can't. I can't get mad at people like this because they have effectively been propagandized to, and they now think they have the right to go out and go do these things. I can't be mad at him because this is somebody that we need to save. This is somebody that we need to wake up. We need to be armed with the facts. But the sad thing is, is I think everybody's encountered somebody like that, that doesn't really want to hear what you have to say and takes that seemingly moral high ground to virtue signal that they are better than you. Mask shaming has become a new form of open and embraced elitism. When really it's not, it's, it's, it's submission, it's slavery. Like you're, you're basically saying, hey, I, I want to be that crab inside of the boiling pot telling you to jump back into the pot. This is crazy. Let's, let's see, who, uh, who, who wants to join us? Who wants to join us and try to help me, what you call it, um, change topics? Because uh, we said we were talking too much about COVID. But the fact is, you know, this is what we're going to be dealing with going into 2021. Uh, Bill Gates actually came out this, this, this week saying that life may not return to normal 
even through 2022, saying that the U.S. needs high vaccination rates. And I'll talk more about that on this week's podcast episode. Uh, but this is the plan. While people send their requests to join us, I'm not sure. It doesn't pop up yet. While people send us their requests, I'll try to, you know, just keep going back with the information. Doubling back on what we we covered up on in the uh, the previous the previous segment, you know, I had said too how Joe Biden and Fauci are beginning to appeal to black people, telling them to take the vaccine, saying that oh well the vaccine's made by a black person, so well you should feel safe. I love it when the chat helps out on how to weed out the bad elements. Uh, you have Fauci. Gates, Biden, and everybody's saying, hey, you should take the vaccine because it's developed by a black person. It's like that doesn't really that doesn't really boast your faith. And the fact that you feel like you need to panhandle to me, you need to pander to me. That also tells me that I shouldn't trust you. So I guess because I'm just an overly distrustful person of the system, knowing it's full design to rob me of my rights. Every single thing they try to propagandize me to, I can look right through and say that's a lie. That's a gosh darn lie. <laughs> That's a lie. But, you know, I think uh, being a black man myself, I look at it as, well, why do they want so many black people to get the vaccine? Is it because black people make things cool and trendy? And so if they can get all kinds of black people to be like, I got the shot, all kinds of white people will adopt it and say they got the shot too. Is that me being like racist? I don't know. But why are they specifically trying to pander to African-Americans to take the vaccine? Why do you have people like Melinda Gates saying, oh, well, we need to give healthcare workers and black people a shot first? Why is she upset that, well, America's getting the shot first? It's just, it's crazy. And so then even whenever I pointed out that in my Kanye voice, Bill Gates doesn't care about black people, I'm the bad guy. Philly Sum says it's to wipe out poverty. Could be. Eddie P says, Neuromelanin destruction. Could be. What does that say? Humans code says eugenics. Precisely. That's what I would say. I would definitely call it eugenics. Let me check the chat, see who sent us some requests, and then we'll continue on. Nobody? Hey, Transcendent. Hey, Big Papa Jose. Hey, Stella. Hey, Miguel. Hey, everybody. What up, Hondo? See, it shows me the names, but it doesn't show the requests. And so I can send these people requests. Oh, salutations, Quentin. Oh, brothers. I'm very, I'm excited to see where your journey takes you. Uh, And that's it so far. So no requests. That's okay. Hey, AJ Flores. No requests, that's okay. Hey, Transcendence. Hey, Hondo. Hey, Papa. Um, you know, since everybody's putting up little hand sign waves emojis, how? Uh, let's get a show of hands for how many people thought that the previous segment would be saved. Salutations, Quentin. I, I feel like uh, it should come as no surprise that a transmission as powerful as the previous one doesn't get saved. You know, Ju Sensei says, where am I from? South Carolina, but I'm out here in the desert. And uh, it's pretty nice. 
you know, when it happens like this, and my show gets like deleted and I expect to have guests come on in the second segment, it's not that I'm necessarily rudderless, but I feel like, again, I always just kind of exert myself in the previous segment and don't necessarily prepare for the second segment. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go ahead and just talk about these topics that I don't want to talk about, and we'll kind of go from there. Uh, martial law, secession, and civil war. Let's just jump straight into it. Uh, let's just jump straight into it. This is an article that comes from uh, News Punches by Nima Harris. While it loads, I'll read you the article. It says, Trump urged to invoke the 2018 executive order on foreign influence due to high treason. Now, for the past two weeks, shucks, I wish I could say for the past two weeks, throughout the entirety of the past two years, I have covered the gradual infiltration of Chinese organizations in America. I even had to talk about how China helps finance Black Lives Matter here in America. Let me read this article from Nima Harris, and then we'll continue on talking about martial law secession and civil war. Uh, this comes from News Punch. Like I said, they put this up December 15th. It says, Lieutenant General Tom McInery has urged President Trump to invoke his 2018 executive order on, quote, foreign influence due to the high treason being committed by Democrat operatives. In an interview on the Two Mice podcast, General McInerney discussed with what action President Trump must take now in order to become a certified winner of the 2020 election. The general noted that the president has done his best to do everything in accordance with the U.S. Constitution. McCurney warned that time was running short and that the evidence of widespread treason committed by Democrats since 2015 fully justifies the president to declare a state of insurrection and to urgently apply his 2018 executive order against those who rigged the election on behalf of China. Uh, NogReport.com reports that each of us speculated that the president probably would still have to declare martial law in order to, in order to deal with the violence that the Democrats' terrorist group, Antifa, BLM, and by any means necessary, will be ordered by the party leaders to unleash against Americans and their property. It says few people have been more on top of what's going on in the voter fraud than Lieutenant General Tom McErnie. His advice to the president and calls for drastic action should be strongly considered. And so this comes off of the heels of Representative Eric Swalwell being outed as a communist spy. This is also comes off of the heels of Joe Biden's son, Hunter the Cokehead Biden, uh, being underneath federal investigation for, for tax fraud investigation. So all this information is coming out about how we're being infiltrated, how we're bought and paid for. And I won't lie. It's scary. Uh, the idea of martial law to me is very shady. I'm not going to advocate for it. I'm definitely not going to. I might get some blowback for that. But the thing about tyrants and power, because I'm not worried about, I'm not so worried about Trump as I am worried about who will inherit the power that Trump has. That's, that's why I'm not going to advocate for martial law. I can't help but think of a situation like, like V for Vendetta, where they where 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 V says, Oh well, I know why you did it, I know why you called for martial law. You were scared. Who wouldn't be scared? All the violence, the terrorisms, the threats. You just wanted to be safe. You just wanted security. And all it cost you was your freedom. I know why you wanted martial law. Because of all the stuff they did this year. Just give us that final key. Let us just put the chains on you. 
and we'll and we'll ride out the traitors. Isn't that what QAnon says? That uh, the 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 as precisely makes there is a myriad of reasons, a myriad of reasons. There is a myriad of reasons as to why we call for martial law. But the thing is, is the minute martial law goes down, boom, all the stuff's going to stop, and we have a whole new wave to deal with. I'm not going to advocate for it. I'm really not. Sad truth is, is, I think a lot of these people should say a lot of the things that they're doing, try to carry out these actions, get their asses thrown in jail, and shipped up in prison, because that's how life works. You can't have overreaching authoritarian rule and not expect to have blowback. And that's what martial law is. Pure draconian authoritarian rule by the military to where it's all bets off. If you thought the lockdowns were bad, and I think that's why I trip out, why are we calling for martial law on the heels of lockdown? That doesn't make sense. The lockdowns have killed people. Suicides are up. They saw like a year's worth of suicide in four weeks. And we're like, oh, let's take it a step further. Let's go with martial law. Oh, we need to run out the Antifas and the Black Lives Matter and the be, by all means necessary. No, 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 no. I don't agree with that. Okay. I also, I don't, I don't agree with that. Yes, they might be domestic terrorist groups. Yes, they might do it, but whatever they want to do. But you need to act. You need to think about why they're doing these things. You can't just cut the head off of these people and not expect for their followers to adopt these ideologies and then mutate these ideas because that's what's going to happen. You're going to round up the first wave and then you're going to have a whole new wave to deal with that you have no understanding of. And I thoroughly believe that's why we are in the position that we are in right now. Uh, this is one of the reasons why they let us operate in this capacity is because we're not necessarily Democratic and we're also not necessarily Republican, but we're also not left or right. We try to just stay stuck to the information. And in the previous segment, we had talked about how we're entering into a new stage of warfare, hybrid warfare, uh, with somebody in the comments mentioned digital warfare. And because we're moving forward into this new type of warfare, we're having to learn different things. I don't think that we should cut the head off of our opposition. We should learn what the opposition is doing and figure out why they got here in the first place. Because I represent a completely different new wave of people who are trying to come at this system, who are trying to change things. And then you've got other people who say, you know what, burn the son of a bitch to a ground. You, if you destroy that ideology, you're basically, un, you're basically unlocking the gates of hell. You're not acting as a remedy for the situation. You're not, you're, not, you're not offering peace or solution. You're actually making things nine times worse. So, no, I don't think we should declare martial law. I think these people should try to carry out these things, get caught, have, have, a, have, a, normal, have a normal trial where they go through the proper system, they got the same type of rights. And yes, they're communists. Yes, they'll be, yes, they're globalists. Yes, they've been compromised. But at the same time, you know what? They'll get killed, okay? Because that's the death for traitors. All right? That, the, the penalty for treason is death. So let them go through this process, right? Let them get caught. Let them show their hand. Let them do the work. Lock them up and then hang them. And that's how this has to go. But if we just go the martial law route, shut down the country, and then arrest these people on trumped-up charges, you will turn them into martyrs, and you will make the process, and you will make this that much worse. Just last year, or just last week, I'm trying to find the article right now. Oh, shucks. Two weeks ago. Time flies when you're having fun. Uh, two weeks ago, a pro-Trump attorney, Lynn Wood, called for martial law to prevent election loss. 
And so again, I was, I'm not down for this. I'm a thousand percent not down to call for martial law. Because again, it's not Trump that you need to worry about. It's who inherits the power. It won't even be Biden. This is why we're already watching out for Kamala. You get me? When you've got, excuse me, when you've got Pelosi saying that the 25th Amendment isn't even for Trump, what kind of ambiguous stuff does that mean? You're going to depose not Trump? You see, uh, and let me pull back here. Because what we're, again, really talking about is how we are already in a stage of a cold civil war. It's no longer just like left versus right. You now have people who are advocating either, again, nationalism or globalism. It's going to, it's going to lead towards what I think of as as regionalism. Uh, what 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 the USMCA agreement is supposed to basically hash out uh, how different portions of the country are supposed to be so, uh, uh, providing resources internationally but I'll save that for another another time, sticking to martial law, secession, and civil war. What's happening right now is we are in the early stages of a civil war, the cold civil war. People are drawing the lines. People are saying, you know what? I don't want these type of values. This is, again, what I was talking about in the previous segment, that seismic socio-cultural shift that's taking place. Uh, you've got people advocating for secession, pulling away from, this, pulling away from the, uh, the United States. You've got California, You've got California, it's like California, Oregon, Texas, and a couple other states that are petitioning to secede from the Union. And California is the breadbasket of the nation, while, while, while Texas has enough oil, gas, and resources to literally be its own nation. I think, I think Texas is the size of like three or four Indias, that's what they, what some of the information was saying. And so they have the ability to do that, but you've got to think about, again, how that's going to affect the greater nation. So this is all crazy. And I have to ask the question of, is secession part of the Great Reset? Because that's what they say. A lot of the, uh, and, I'm, and I'm sure I'll have people fact check me. I guess I don't pay so much to that much attention to history. I'm going to try to drift over into North, the war of Northern aggression, secession, the Confederate war, stuff like that. Uh, I'm not going to, I'm not going to get into historical facts cause I'll, I'll slip up, but I'll, I'll talk about the idea of it. The, the overarching idea of, uh, of being a free union of free men choosing to stay inside of this union or being subject to rule by the King. And so that's what we're happening right now. We can either be ruled by people here in our nation, or we can be ruled by people millions of miles away, thousands of miles away. And that's what's happening. Whenever we are being told orders are coming down from the World Economic Forum, or I, I mean from the World Health Organization and from the United Nations, that your president is basically defunct, we're going to just cut him off. He's not allowed to speak anymore. You don't have a president. You listen to your far-off dictator in a foreign land. We're not free. We're slaves. You see how that works? So no, I'm not necessarily one to advocate for martial law, but you've got to ask the question of, look at the current conditions we now find ourselves in. When you have all of this information coming out about Chinese infiltration, 
Joe Biden, a communist agent, basically being installed into the White House. A Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, Eric Swalwell, uh, the Georgia governor, Brian Kemp. Uh, and this is just a, this is just the start of what I can just recall right off of the bat. Whenever it's become mainstream that our country is now bought out, run by pedophiles and corrupt like this, our only option forward is action. Could the, it, it, I don't want to say it has to be civil war, but we have to think again of our proper course of action. This is why I really wish that it had uh, saved the previous segment where I laid out working with uh, working with committees, creating like an organized political body to not only recall your, your, your elected officials, but at the same time create a system that can be replicated across your state and the nation. I wish it would have sold that or would have saved that, but that just shows you the critical time frame that we are in. We are quickly losing our opportunity and our window for freedom. And if we don't, well, you're gonna start seeing more of these so-called battleground states really fighting for their independence here within this union, because that's the thing. People are selling out their states, selling out parts of the country to this globalist agenda. And that's what's gonna happen with the civil war. It's gonna happen straight down the middle. I, I, I left off in the previous segment talking about how um, the pandemic is dividing friends and families. Not really, it's the response of it that is. And so that mindset is pervasing pervading every aspect of our lives, every aspect of our culture, every aspect of society, from the military to businesses to friendships, right? All this different type of stuff. You're going to, and I talked about this just last week, Klaus Schwab admitted it, saying that they're going to, it wasn't Klaus Schwab, it was a World Health Organization special envoy, Dr. David Navarro, saying that there are going to be, quote, patches of normality, moving forward into the future. Patches of normality. And so what that means is, who's fighting back? Who's, who's, who's standing up? Who's complicit? Who's capitulating? Who's going along with it? And that's what has to happen. We, we, we precisely, Miguel, a polarized society. They want the civil war. They want to be able to divide people. You know, whenever, again... And I was talking about this at this most recent protest. Where are these mythical Biden supporters I keep hearing so much about? <laughs> Where are they? Right? He's the most popular president in American history, right? Where are his supporters? I don't know, bro. I don't I, I have yet to meet one. You know? I have met to meet one that actually foolhardily believes in Biden's policies, too. Where are these so-called Mythical Biden supporters I keep hearing so much about. And I'm, and, I'm, and I'm trolling because that's the point. Biden actually said, hey, stay home. That's what Biden wants. When you have a successful portion of the population actually brainwashed and, and doing like what that gentleman did in that video, uh, uh, shaming others as if it's their job, you got to think about that. You've got to think about the, the, the wheelhouse we've entered into, right? The mindset that's now being encouraged, where people think it's okay to do this type of stuff. Biden supporters think it's okay to yell at people in the store. This is where we're at now. This is where we're at. The violation of the social contract has become trendy. It's no longer, hey, 
humans are amazing. Let me see this guy run up a hill. Or let me see this dude do some parkour moves uh, on the side of this building. It'll be sweet. No, 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 no. What's cool now is seeing human degeneracy, seeing the worst parts of human. It's like world star hip hop just got like externalized and now everybody wants to film fights, film uh, 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 public nigga moments, man, Fil film, uh, uh, film all the worst parts of society, dude, and just put it up there like that's supposed to be our politics. Like that is supposed to be our politics. Yeah. Precisely, Kristen. Like me. Like me. And so we're trending towards secession. Whether people see it or not. Again, these mythical Biden supporters, when you have a fair amount of the population staying at home, going out of their way to shame people, uh, calling people's places of employment, shaming them in public places, trolling them, doxing them, trying to get them fired. What type of behavior is this? This is the social credit score just being enacted by people. That's the craziest thing right there because China has the social credit score system. You're not able to buy, sell, hop on trains, send your kids to school. Uh, if you have a low social credit score, well, with the Biden administration, they're going to go ahead and just activate all those supporters to engage in that type of behavior. Just a couple weeks ago, I talked about how uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez called for a list of Trump supporters so they could be held accountable for their actions. The hell does that mean? When you have a politician saying we need to hold civilians accountable for their actions. The fuck does that mean? My money, my taxpaying dollars goes to you. You're trying to put me on a list? Somebody needs to recall her. Somebody needs to pull her down. Because you are our servant. We pay you. And you want to try to chastise us? And just like that, in 2020, the government has overtaken the people it's supposed to serve. Just like that. Just like that. Isn't that what they're supposed to say on the side of cop cars? To protect and serve? Isn't that why these people swear an oath? To get in the office to serve us? Looks like they serve something else to me. Because they ain't serving me. Nope. Not serving me. Or the will of the people. And so that's what I was talking about in the previous segment. But it makes sense now. That's why you have intelligence operatives infiltrating militias. Okay, because that's what the Second Amendment is for, to help keep a tyrannical government in check. And militias, volunteer citizen soldiers that come together to rein in their government, that's their right. That's their constitutional right as provided by, by our Constitution, by our government. But is that the thing? Have we gone that far off to where we can't even abide by the very laws that created this country? You've got intelligence operatives infiltrating militias. Let me speak on this real quick. I, I had mentioned it in the previous segment, but unfortunately, that's not here. You know, and I've been alluding to it for the past couple of weeks, especially when talking about martial law, secession, and civil war, that people, intelligence operatives, are, are, are infiltrating these militias to essentially obstruct justice 
That's why they want to radicalize people like what we saw in Michigan, where the FBI uncovered a plot to kidnap the governor. And then when you read more into the story, you realize that it was the feds, because they had a plant in there that had infiltrated them, that had helped take over some of the planning and radicalize well-meaning people to kidnap the governor and hold her hostage. That's not, that's not legal or lawful. Nowhere in the government, nowhere does it say that in the Constitution. And that's what they want. They want to be able to radicalize you so you can carry out these extrajudicial extra uh, moves that get you into a position where they can arrest you. So when I'm telling you that intelligence agencies are obstructing justice by infiltrating these militias, they know full well what they're doing, that these militias are, are talking to doctors, talking to scholars, talking to professors, talking to lawyers, uh, legal experts, and more. They're dotting their I's and they're crossing their T's, and they're about to carry out these actions, but they can't have that. And so what do they do? They, tab, they, they have them take these well-meaning actions, and they take them into overdrive to where they are considered domestic terrorists to where they can be arrested. They're obstructing justice. These, these, these intelligence agencies are by doing just that, infiltrating and radicalizing. You see. Because it is the people who enforce the laws. I was trying to allude to that in the previous segment. Article 1, Section 8, Clause 15 of the Constitution talks about this. Oh, no, not the Constitution. Let me go ahead and get this up for you guys. Give me one extra second to go ahead and get this up because this is a very important. It's the power to call forth the uh, the, the militia, and it is a part of the Constitution. Uh, let me see if I can go ahead and get that here. It's Article One, Section Eight, Section Eight, Clause Fifteen. It says Congress shall have power to provide for calling forth the militias to execute the laws of the Union, suppress insurrections, and repel invasions. It goes on to say that the states, as well as Congress, may prescribe penalties for failure to obey the President's call of the militia. They also have a concurrent power to aid the national government by calls under their own authority and in emergencies may use the militia to put down armed insurrection. The federal government may call out the militia in case of a civil war. Its authority to suppress rebellion is found in the power to suppress insurrection and to carry on war. The act of February 28, 1795, which delegated to the president the power to call out the militia, was held constitutional. A militiaman who refused to obey such a call was not, quote, employed in the service of the United States so as to subject the article of war, but was liable to be tried for disobedience of the act of 1795. So Article 1, Section 8, Clause 15, talks about the power to call forth the militia, right? To suppress insurrections and repel invasions. Not martial law, okay? Not martial law. I'm not advocating martial law. I'm saying that people have a constitutional right to do everything we're talking about here. And when you have intelligence, op uh, intelligence operatives infiltrating these militias, they are obstructing justice. They are... They're, they're, they're messing with the Constitution. They're messing with your right to, like I said, depose some of these elected officials, recall some of these uh, politicians, put them on notice. You see, that's it. Like I said in the previous segment that's no longer available at the moment, Joy Behar and, 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 and Hillary Clinton have said that these anti-lockdown protesters are domestic terrorists. 
So if you're unable to work for yourself, right? You're a slave. You're a slave. That's what they want. But the very fact that you're trying to organize so that you can provide for your family, these people who have invaded our country and pervaded our society have now brainwashed us into thinking that standing up for ourselves is some type of terroristic act. This is the problem. Ignorance. And the only remedy for ignorance is education through experience or re-education through labor. You want to end up in a FEMA camp? You want to end up in a work camp? Keep it up. Keep it the fuck up. Because this is what happens. Or you can get a chance to start fighting right now. Because I tell you, come the future, you're going to wish, God damn it, I wish I would have listened to EJ. You're going to say that. Maybe not those full words, but you're going to say something to that effect. Come, <laughs> come 2021, you're going you're gonna to wish that you had created a network of like-minded individuals in your community to begin to tackle regional issues. And I'm not going to be able to help you. I'll be up here doing this, what I do, and then I'll get done and go take care of my work. All I can do is hop up over here, try to provide you guys with as much information distilled down to the versions that I can and say, take it where you have to do what you need to. Okay. Because this is what I'm doing. I'm not saying I got all the answers. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to find them. But I tell you what I won't find, failure. I won't go looking to be a loser. I'm not going to talk about being a shoulda, coulda, woulda. You get me? That's not how my mind works. I'm over here trying to figure out what we can do, legally and lawfully, without getting people arrested, engaging in normal acts of organized civil disobedience. That's what we need. Creating, again, a culture of liberation, a society of awareness, and a time frame where we are held accountable for our own actions and talk about the work that we're trying to do and what the intentions are behind them. I'm doing the best I can. So, no, I'm not advocating for martial law. You want to see me murdered? That's what martial law will do. They'll lock us down. They'll send out their hit teams. Did I, did I tell you guys that? The Black Lives Matter is putting out hits on me and local groups around here. They'll lock us down. They'll put us in martial law. They'll release their shock troops. Boom. You'll hear about me dead. Dead. And so, no, I'm not advocating for that. No, I'm not advocating for, those, for, for, for that path. What I'm advocating for is for information. To get armed with the truth to dot our I's and cross our T's and do the work that is required of us so that we can move forward instead of playing politics. I'm a, again, I'm not up here trying to seem cute on social media. I'm trying to provide solutions and answers that can be replicated in your own local area and thus free us from this tyranny that we have now found ourselves in. Because like I'm telling you, if I'm doing it in my own area, if, I'm, if Herpa Derp EJ over here is trying to figure it out, you can bet that people smarter than myself have already figured things out and are working towards that end goal. And I am honored to be on this side of history. So, yeah, no, I'll have people put out hits on me. It's a part of the, I guess, territory. But at the same time, failure, fear, and weakness will not be my compass. 
The only thing I fear is, is failing people. It's failing, it's failing my child, my unborn child. It's failing you guys. It's, 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 it's failing everybody that I, that I represent and more. That's what I fear. Not being strong enough, not being disciplined enough, not being controlled enough, not being man enough to rise as the rest of the world falls so that we can try to at least uphold some of some of these tenets that we hold so dearly. That this is not just some fucking act, dude. <laughs> this isn't some act. That this is a lifestyle. <laughs> that you have to do the work, dude. That you have to get out there. That's how it works, man. You know? <laughs> it's how it works. You know, and so it's 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 an interesting time to be alive, man. But you know what? Fate won't fail me now. God won't let me fail you. Got to do the best I can. And if we all try to do the best we can, well, hopefully, eventually, we'll all get through some of this together. And we'll lose people along the wayside. Like that ex-pharmaceutical representative, Brandy Vaughn, who was found dead after warning people to investigate her death. We'll lose people along the wayside. But it's for what they stand for that others can pick up the mantle and move that ball down the field. You know, I was saying that in the previous segment, man, that seeing that little 16-year-old kid just like piece up an Antifa real quick, oh, it almost made my heart melt. I was like, oh my gosh, gosh golly, look at this kid, just beat the shit out of him. Oh, oh, I wish I could, but I'm working. <laughs> That's the type of stuff that we need. We need people who are willing to give it all to set the stage for those that come after, because it's not for me that I'm doing this. I'm not trying to compete with your favorite Instagram pages. Fuck them. I'm trying to outdo myself. I'm trying to say, you know what? There's more work that I can do. Uh, I need to be a little bit more controlled, a little bit more disciplined, a little bit more sophisticated in how I get this information out there. I need to stop being less this, less that, more of this, more of what is required to help people stand up. Because it's not about just me. It shouldn't just be about you either. It should be about what we all represent. And so guess what, guys? I'm black and I love America. Holy shit. And I don't have time to hate white folks. But what I do have time for is to figure out how we found ourselves in this brainwashed position to where we don't even do anything. To where talking smack has become the cat's meow. To where we've made ourselves inept and foolish and incapable of action. Hoping that somebody else will start that GoFundMe. Yeah. Yeah. A nation of followers. Yeah. And so, I'm sorry I get fired up. I'm sorry I get angry. But when I tell you that I've been doing this for seven, coming up eight years, and it's only in these past maybe two years that I begin to work with other people, it's real. You know, having guests on the show, it's wicked awesome. I love it. That's not it, though. It's what we're talking about. It's what the people represent. It's why, that's why even 
even whenever we were doing guest uh, guest interviews for, for for Fellowship and Freedom, I didn't reach out to big pages. I don't care what these big pages are doing. They're probably selling out real quick. They're not boots up the ground folks like us. They're they're. They're celebrity influencers. I don't give a fuck about those people. I care about the people like me and you who see what's happening and are trying to help make this relevant for people like me and you that can do the work. These celebrity influencers who are cool with Lil Wayne and LeBron James and uh, Robin Thicke and Johnny Depp and all these people, bro, fuck all those people. They're lost. You know, and if you're up there trying to swagger jack and hang out with these stars, you're lost too because you've lost what happened. You didn't care about the people that got you there. And you didn't care in the first place. There's a lot of those people. There's a lot of them. So, yeah, no, let's let's get back to let's let's get back to martial law, secession, civil war. Again, if you guys want to go look that up for yourself, go pass that information out there. It's Article 1, Section 8, Clause 15, that Congress shall have the power to provide for calling forth the militia to execute the laws of the Union, suppress insurrections, and repel invasions. A constitutionally formed militia should be the people who execute the laws and enforce them. You need to... You need to have the law on your side when you do these things. I'm not advocating for vigilante behavior. I'm not telling you to go out there and go punch an Antifa, but if you do send me the video, I'll give you a quick shout out. But what I am telling you is to figure out what you're doing going forward because you're not the only one that are having these type of thoughts. You may be the only one having these discussions, but you need to open that discussion, open up that chapter. Start networking, start working with people around you, start seeing what you can achieve, not only as an individual, but as a collective. And this is what I have to think of moving forward into the future. There's a lot of stuff I'm involved in that unfortunately doesn't translate to the page. And everything I'm saying here is everything I'm doing out there. And I want to, I want to figure out how to, again, continue to inspire you guys, not with just in, with information, but also with action, because that's more important. That's how you build that, that I guess, social credit or resume or whatever the hell it is that we're doing these days is you do the work and then you show people how you're doing the work so they can replicate it in their own life. Isn't that what science is? Coming up with like a a, a a formula or a pathway and then being able to replicate it? That's what we're trying to do. I guess I'm trying to be like scientific in my execution of seeking the truth and going through actual liberation. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what I'm pushing for. Uh, not just conspiracy, not just truth-seeking, not just information trading, but more, because there is more to what we do than besides just talking about these topics. Again, it's a lifestyle, it's a culture, it's a mindset, something that we begin that we have to begin to export. And right now, unfortunately, people are exporting massive amounts of fear, massive amounts of panic, massive amounts of worry, and no courage, no strength, no hope, none of that. So that's why people are People are like this. And that's why we have a very, a very interesting audience, uh, both lo uh, locally, nationally, and internationally. We have a very interesting audience because of the type of topics that we cover here. Um, and this is why I tell you, I think this is why they use me as an example, the technocrats, because they see that I'm aware of them manipulating me. 
I see you. T- I see. I see you, Jeff. Uh, Jeff Bezos. I see you, Mark Zuckerberg. I see you guys, and they see me seeing them. And so this is a this is a conversation that they're privy to that they see taking place. It's based on again getting people to remind themselves of their freedom, rediscovering their strength. Because these black box sons of bitches, these things right here, see my little stickers. They 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 rob us of our individuality. They rob us of our sovereignty, of our freedom, of who we are. And then when you add the mask on, it it it, it it's a whole nother layer. And so we've got to take the masks off. We've got to get from behind the screens. We've got to get out there. We've got to not necessarily get radicalized. We've got to get organized, mobilized, and activated. You've got to be smart in these things you do. You got to stop. You got to stop listening to me. You got to go out there and go do it yourself. You got to figure out what works for you in your area so you can do the work. Because nobody told me, hey, EJ, get up here and talk to these people about all this stuff, bro. Nobody told me this stuff. This is all stuff that I had to learn in the aggregate. Again, what I was affected by. I told you this just last week, and I'm going to tell you it till I'm blacker in the face, that I'm not that smart. I'm just up against people with IQs well over 200, and I'm trying to respond to the, to the threats that are happening to me. I'm being attacked. And so I'm having to rise in the face of that adversity, not get smothered like Jeffrey Epstein in his, in his prison cell. I have to rise in the face of this adversity and build my muscles, build my resolve, develop my willpower, and understand what I'm capable of. Not just say, oh, shit, oh, put the mask on. Oh, just leave you alone. Oh. No, that's what they want. That's what they want. And unfortunately, because people don't have that kind of, I don't know what you would call it. It's a sense. You need to develop that sense, like discernment, knowing when somebody's lying to you. You need to learn how to develop that both like spiritually and physically. This, like, that's why people know inherently like they're being lied to with the COVID nonsense, right? But there's, it goes even, even deeper than that. It goes even farther than that. Uh, DZ Hermie says grit. Tribal Charismatic says affinity. Uh, Kerp Indrilla says intuition. Uh, uh, Blue Castle says intuition. Mellow. Melly Starshine says uh, resilience. Yeah, um, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm just saying like a sense, develop that sense. But yeah, that intuition, that into that 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 resilience. Uh, you need to learn to develop that because that's what's going to lead you forward into the future. Uh, Koyuba says, EJ, are there any day-to-day things you do not? Are there any day-to-day things? you do to not lose hope right here i have my daily companion it's a it's like my daily devotional auspicious awareness um i read my daily devotional i read from the bible uh you know i go outside i work out i take my vitamins i play with my pups i hang with my chickens you know i hang out in my community i try to help people uh I have to go buy like a hundred bucks worth of toys for tots later on this week because I'm donating them to my local fire department. So there's a lot of things that I do to not lose hope. Um, but you have to figure out what that is in your own life because everybody's 
formula is different. And so these are the things that help boost that serotonin, not likes or memes or shares or any of that crap, but real life things, you know. I'll say this and I'll start closing out the show for you guys. Uh, I just, I was at a protest this past weekend working and, you know, it's so weird having people say thank you for, like, thank, thank you for being here. Thank you for your service. Oh, I feel so much safer with you guys being here. I feel so much safer with, with you around. Like, oh my gosh, like, could you kiss my baby? Could I take a picture? Like, it's kind of crazy because like I get, I get messages from you guys we're like, oh, I love your content. Thanks for the info. Keep up the great work. Oh, I love the page. You know, oh, this is dope. Ah, you know, this, ah, ah, freedom faction. Cool. And I, and I appreciate that. But whenever I'm out there in the real world and I get people that not necessarily recognize me, but recognize like what I represent, it's, it's so crazy uh, to get appreciated. And so I'm moving into a completely different wheelhouse. And I think you guys can see that by just the rhetoric that I'm saying, the, the stuff that's coming out, and what's required of me, man, because it's not normal. Uh, the days aren't normal. And that's why you've got to, again, not necessarily shy away from the changes that are taking place, but embrace it. Understand your, understand your new normal so you can try to make something normal for you. It's normal for me to try to help people. It's normal for me to not wear a mask. It's normal for me to go out. It's normal for me to work out and be healthy. It's normal for me to socialize. I'm not a cuck. I don't like to do lame ass shit. People know that. I like to make moves. I talk about a lot of stuff I can't talk about over here on the show because that's the work. And what I'm trying to tell you, you need to have that same level of commitment to this here out there. That's what I'm trying to break down to you. This can't just you can't just play a social media hero. You, you, you can't just play a truth seeker or somebody that's conscious and woke on social media. You can't just do that because then you're lying to yourself. You need to go out there and go do the work. You, 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 <laughs> you need to inspire others. You're, this should be your normal. Like, I, don't know, I don't know what else to say. You know, uh, So I guess what I will say is I'll go ahead and start closing out stuff for you good people. We have about, uh, we have one more podcast left, one more podcast episode left, possibly two, one more Instagram live left for sure, um, next week, and then we're done for the season, just like that, um, because after that it'll be New Year's and we'll be in 2021, and I need to take a break. And we're running so fast up on the year that I didn't plan. I didn't, I didn't plan for where we're at right now. So we have uh, maybe two more Instagram lives, one more podcast. Uh, I'll say one more podcast episode, two more. You have about four more pieces of content coming from me. Uh, and then the, then the year's done. And then I'm taking a break, having whiskey and steak, decompressing. And let's just hope they don't like launch a nuke or an EMP or some crazy stuff you know, while I'm in my break, because then I'll come back and hopefully we'll have a whole new configuration and be able to get this information out to you guys in that, in, in, uh, in, in that way. But, uh, yeah, that's what we got. We are, um, we're 16 days away from the year. We're running up on Christmas and breaking down the door of the new year. 
And I, I, I wish I could offer you guys more insightful stuff to reflect on during the downtime. You know, I really do. So, Free Your Mind says, EJ, what do you think is going to happen on December 21st? Uh, you know, I'm not sure. Uh, it could be more of that solar eclipse, like what they're talking about, or more like the Aurora Borealis, or more of like an electromagnetic like disturbance. I'm not sure. You know, could be the EMP attack where where that would play into the Great Reset as well, where they launch an EMP, disrupt all of our our electrical systems to where they're able to get us onto a completely new system, part of the Great Reset. Bing, bang, boom. I'm not sure, but I don't want to come up here and do and prophesy, even though I do sometimes. Uh, I'm not sure, to 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 say the least. Um, I'm not sure. You know, I think, uh, well, you, well, you're talking about the Great Conjunction, actually. You know what? Because we did, we did talk about that. Oh, my gosh. Do I have time to get into this right now? I don't. I'm not sure what's going to happen on 1221. That's what I'm going to say. Uh, if, I wish I had more information, but I don't want to uh, mislead you with what I know. But unfortunately, I wish I had more information. Um, if I was going to say, if Quentin was still here, he could join us and give us a breakdown of, of, of what's going to happen on the 21st. Uh, Quentin, Quentin was one of our exclusive members who broke down, uh, very well what was going to happen on December 21st, but unfortunately I don't think he's here and I'm ranting and I'm derailing and digressing. The timer just popped down. Perfect. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning into this edition. I'm sorry that... It was short. I'm sorry that uh, Instagram wouldn't let me tell you about how we were influencing the pre the next generation, patting kids on the back for punching Antifa in the face. But unfortunately, this is all we have. There's a lot of work that goes into the things that we do, and it's all to provide you guys again with that deep, comprehensive knowledge of everything that's going on and putting my best foot forward so that we can, again, blaze that path for those that come after us. If you want to look into what I spam throughout the entirety of this episode, this segment, Article 1, Section 8, Clause 15 of the Constitution, that is the power to call forth the militia to suppress insurrections and repel invasions. You have a constitutional right to go out there and defend yourself. So for these people to tell you that you don't need guns, that's bullshit. You need to figure out how to defend yourself. We talked about this in previous segments. A weapon is literally just a physical manifestation of self-determination. And when they remove that, as well as your ability to make a living for yourself, you've eventually become a slave. Don't become a slave. Stand up for yourself. Don't be spineless. Don't be a chicken shit. Stand up. It's it's hard the first time, and it only gets easier. That's all I can say. Uh, but Lord willing, I will be here back with you guys next week, coronavirus free. If you guys have any questions, feel free to email me. I'll have it in the description bar below. And as always, guys and gals, stay vigilant. Expose lies and share truth. This is Noise Era, Freedom Faction, out.